Welcome to The Things We Say. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Nate. This is a topical podcast where the topics are chosen at random. Sometimes they will be profound, and sometimes they will be stupid. But no matter what, we have a lot to say about them. We are known for the things we do. We become the things we think. We live the things we believe. These are the things we say. Thanks for joining us another week for the things we say. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Nate. And I just wanted to say that after watching the slam dunk competition, the <laughs> NFL has the worst all-star. It really is bad. I game mean, just, at all. It, I mean, if you think of the four major sports, you have the NHL skills competition and all-star game. Baseball has the home run derby. Right. And basketball has a slam dunk competition with their all-star game. Right. Of those, the NFL is by far the worst. You turn into the NFLs and you got some dudes in sumo suits doing something that looks ridiculous. Oh, yes. You got dodgeball happening. It's just terrible. I don't know what's happening. What frustrates me, the skills skills challenge is is at least somewhat interesting at times. Well, the the NFL one, like... Nobody knows when it's on. Nobody right. tunes in. You'd rather would, you'd rather watch like the NFL combines. Like that's more like yeah, like the combine gets combine. way that's more way viewers. better. But one of the things I'm a little bitter about is I think two years ago, maybe three, they stopped the the MLB All Star Game still mattered because whichever one, whichever uh, yeah. team won, whichever league won, they got the home field advantage for the World Series, regardless of record. Yeah, that makes so much sense to me. Do that across the board and it changes everything you would see defense in the nba all-star game instead of just like hey let's score 500 points you know i don't know it's just i I, but what i even away from the all-star game itself the best competitions outside of the all-star game is it the slam dunk competition or the home run derby my thing with the slam dunk competition is it's it's gotten so gimmicky it's it's lost a little bit of something. I don't know. Gordon's was beautiful. Yeah, there. But I and I guess that's the thing. I didn't watch this year's. I've heard good oh, things. Okay. But I didn't watch this year's. But I just I'm I'm tired of guys jumping over cars and bringing choirs out and having costumes and like, like just just dunk the ball. Like do do something impressive. Do something athletic. We nobody in the world can already. Nobody can do what you do already. So just you know, do it. Let us all see it. Let's see the things you can't do during a game. That was my did you know this week. Yeah. The NFL is the worst skills competition, yeah. hands down. I mean, NHL, you got like hardest shot, most accurate shot. You can do so many right, things with right. a hockey puck that's super cool. You know, most consecutive saves in a row by a goalie. Like that, that stuff's all interesting. You're taking an element of the game and putting it in a showcase that makes sense. It's right. showcasing the most glamorous part of the game for baseball. Home run. That's, That's the right. most glamorous part of the game. So let's just have – it's like eating Skittles for supper. That's what you're doing. Okay, we're children. We're sitting up. We're having Skittles for dinner. 
That's basically what the home run derby is. I, it's I, like, I could agree with that. You choose your pitcher. You're getting one pitch. It's a fastball. Hit a bomb. There yeah. we go. And the dunk competition is just the coolest part of the whole game. I mean, I agreed. The three point shooting competition is cool too. Yeah, I I I partial to that one just because I like I like, yeah, I, I like, I like watching shooters. Steph Curry do that one. But. Yeah, although he's not this year, obviously. I heard that his brother has actually passed him. In the three point in the three point percentage. Uh not percentage, but in the three point makes. Is that is that correct? I have no idea. Not in a se- single season, but just overall. Like wow. I think he's barely passed him. I I saw something about that. Anyway, but I thought that was interesting. I am I am really curious if, if Steph Curry's gonna be ba- able to come back to to form when he gets back from this injury. I don't know. I don't know either. I wonder the same thing about Kevin Durant. We got a lot of variables. Right. This last season in the NBA. But uh, did I give my hot take on the NBA last time we talked? Mm, I don't remember. I have a theory that because of the amount of player control that is in the NBA now, that of the three major sports, other than football being degraded at the low levels because people aren't playing it as much as they used to, you know, overly worried moms and concussion fears and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but I have a feeling that that – basketball might be the first of those three sports to become irrelevant in the United States because people are just kind of getting sick of it. Pro-level basketball. Yeah, pro-level basketball. It's becoming huge internationally. College basketball, I think, will stay huge. Forever. Agreed. And same with college football. Like No matter what, that's just a thing. But I have a feeling that unless something changes and they get an own – they get a a, a, – is it the commissioner? I forget what his name is. What's Adam Silver's name? Not his name, his title. Oh, commissioner, the commissioner of the, of the NBA. NBA yeah. yeah. Until they get a commissioner who can get a handle on all the craziness right. that's happening. I know commissioner felt like it was just baseball for some reason. So um, <laughs> no. until they get a commissioner that will actually get a handle on the league again. And I'm not saying they need to wrest control from the players, but there needs to be a little bit of reckoning among what's going on right now. And until that happens, I think their, their market is going to move more international and you're going to see less people caring about the NBA in the United States, and it's going to be all about football and baseball. Yeah, I don't think pro-level football will die at all. No. I mean, unless they have a major long work stoppage, but it looks like they'll get it figured out. Yeah. The only, the only thing I've heard that would, that would lend to it eventually is, again, just less people playing the game, that it could die from literally the peewee level yeah. up. But I, I don't know how realistic that is. I think that might be a little bit of fear-mongering. To play football at its highest levels, you have to not have fear of injury. Right. You, you have to. There's something a little bit loose in your head to be playing at <laughs> that right. level. And if you don't think so, just watch George Kittle, who is the best <laughs> player in football, hands down, and he's a nut. <laughs> it's true. It's true. There, there does have to be something a little wrong with you to let guys was, that big hit you. Every <laughs> every day, every game day. He would find a camera as he's warming up and do a terrible Canadian accent. And like, oh, it's a lovely day out there. He's like, it's a cold one. He's like, just all kinds of randomness, but this terrible Canadian accent. And he did it again before the Super Bowl and everything, but saw another clip there in the huddle trying to get a play. Like, as the play's coming in, Kittle walks over to Jimmy G and goes, I love you, man. And he's like, yeah, I know. (laughs) They just wanted to tell him. I don't know what's wrong with that dude. Oh, man. 
Anyway, but that's not why we're here. That, not that is not all. why we're not here. Not why we're here at all. Uh, you guys saw it in the title, I'm sure, something about Star Wars. But um, <laughs> we have someone in the studio with us that, to me, is the biggest Star Wars expert I know other than Nate. Which I'm impressed with his restraint, the fact that he hasn't said anything yet. Because we just took a good, I don't know, what is it, 10 minutes or so, jabbering about nothing. It's the quietest he's been all day. It's impressive. It's impressive. So here with us tonight is my son, Rylan. Hello. <laughs> I like Star Wars <laughs> and dogs. Anything else you like? Um, Star Wars. I think this and is, Legos. I feel like this and has just Legos. become a dating profile. It's like one of those looking in the camera and like, I'm going to tell you about myself and see if you're interested in dating me. <laughs> He's nine. We, we're not That's right. That no up. dating for Ryland. <laughs> He's nine. Until you're 39. No. What? <laughs> Younger than that. But, oh dear. But not now. That good, good man. Girls. Yeah, we can do that. So the Gr three girls are problems. Women are great. <laughs> girls are problems. So until girls are women, don't bother. That's my hot take advice right now. Same thing for yes, boys. <laughs> it goes both directions. That is absolutely true. Oh, man. If Lena was here, I would be saying the same thing to her in the reverse. <laughs> anyway, so the three of us went to watch the last Star Wars. Thing. And yes. so if you haven't watched any particular Star Wars, listen, <laughs> it's been long enough. You should have done it by now. That's I'm not right. even going to apologize for spoilers. No. Have you finished The Mandalorian, Nate? Not yet. I got two episodes what? left. Okay. The last two episodes. Oh, both of them. Oh, both of them suck. Because <laughs> literally, like, don't tell me anything, boy. Like, Do not tell me anything. Pretty much everybody dies. I will like, come across the table. Every, I will come across the table. Like terrible. Yeah. Yes. You <laughs> no, remember stop. episode seven? And I'm not eight? kidding. Okay. Stop talking about this. I don't want to know anything I have about no it. No idea what he's talking Just about. Just nothing. I don't want to know anything. Nothing. Have you seen Bill Burr yet? Yes, I saw Bill Burr that already. That was episode six. That was right? episode six. That was the last one I saw. But I haven't had enough stretch of time. Because I know when I watch sets, uh, no, are there eight? How many episodes are there? Eight. Eight. Yeah. yeah. I know that when I watch seven, I'll, I'm going to want to watch eight right away. And I right. haven't had two hours to string together to watch them both. So We watched eight without realizing it was the last one. Oh. And I was like, whoops. Yeah. Well, there, there's apparently more more in the works or something so yeah that's a good thing but anyway no i haven't finished the mandalorian yet so we can't we can't leave that alone but i will say it again the mandalorian is the star wars we deserve it is the star wars that all of the yes. other star wars that has happened should have been good bad and ugly in the newest movies the mandalorian is all the good the music is awesome everything yeah, well, yeah that know. big like, like just droning chord for the, the soundtrack oh, so on good. spotify we've been listening to it like just in the car driving around. Yes. I need to get that strong. Good. I need to get it's strong to amazing. do that. Amazing. <laughs> so, this whole thing started because obviously I am and have been a Star Wars fan. I am more of a Star Trek fan than I am a Star Wars fan. We have talked about that, but I've always really loved Star Wars. And Sheldon, as you know, at the beginning of this whole thing, had never seen a frame of it. My favorite quote from you is, "I've never even walked through a room while it was playing." That was a that was a good quote, and I liked that. And it was that's true. So so it was interesting getting to interact with somebody who knew about it culturally, but had no clue specifically what was actually going on and what the movies were all about. And since then, you've come to at least like them. I wouldn't go so far as to say you've come to love them, but yeah. you've come to at least like them. I don't them. know. I might watch maybe one or two of them again, but yeah. I don't know that I would ever go back and subject myself back to the whole when, thing again. Back when that other Star Wars one happened, um, 
I was wanting to watch every single Star Wars movie. Now, which other Star Wars? Tell me what you mean by that. Like, I wanted to watch every single movie that ever came out. Yeah. When I was younger. When you were younger? How much yes. younger? Like, Well, when we started this podcast, years. that was 2017. Yeah. He was born in 2010. Yeah. So, that was a long time like ago. Seven or eight. There you go. All right. So, so I'm curious. In... in my favorite three movies are obviously the original three films. Those are my favorite. And of those, Empire is my absolute favorite, hands down. Okay. No question. So, Sheldon, I've got to know, based on what you've, uh, not what you've seen, you've seen them all. Right. What would you kind of say is more your, do you, like, do you prefer the prequels? Do you prefer, like, what do you prefer of those? Uh, I think, what was it? It was like the last prequel one. The Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, Revenge that of the your, Sith. That one's your favorite. I would say that one was probably my favorite rogue one wasn't bad yeah See, rogue that, one was I, pretty those are, good those are kind of like the offshoots right, though right. i'm talking like the rogue one and solo the, are not in yeah, this conversation i'm talking the skywalker yeah, saga Revenge of the as it were was i i don't know i didn't i didn't hate it it was definitely the best of the prequels by far yeah i, yeah, I, I enjoyed that yeah. one when i watched them all the way through so i went back and watched them with rylan so I hadn't watched any Star Wars. We wanted to do an episode after I'd seen them all. So I sat down and watched them all, and he was a part of that. But you were jumping in and, like, telling me stuff as we were going. How did you know everything that you knew about Star Wars before you watched the movies? Well, I was looking at Star Wars for a long time, and... Looking at what? Like, like, I've, like... Lego sets. I see all the Lego sets. I would look at all the Lego sets and I would study them. He says, this is a them. Naboo Starfighter. And I'm like, what <laughs> now, did is you, a Naboo? Yeah, and, I, you, and you played some of the Lego Star Wars video games, right? Yeah, I have The Force Awakens and I played uh, The Complete Saga. Okay, so the, the six before that. And I also want to um, play The Skywalker Saga, which uh-huh. is coming out on PS4 and Nintendo Switch. Okay. And some other things, but like, I really want Battlefront so, too. Oh yeah, yeah Battlefront. Looks Battlefront really cool. is amazing. I haven't, I haven't played that one. But it's it amazing. Good. Your cousins have Battlefront. Yes. Um. <laughs> so I want to ask you the same qu- question, Rylan. So you've seen all nine movies now, right? Nine. Good night. That's weird. All nine movies. So which one is your favorite of all nine of them? Oh, that's easy. The- the Rise of Skywalker. So this this most recent one is your absolute yes. favorite. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now, is that your favorite because it's just the one you've seen the most recently so that you're you're still the most excited about it or like you just thought it was just everything about it was the best? No, it was just plain amazing. Plain amazing. All like right. I like how uh, Palpatine comes back and how there's like a, a secret planet that c- you can only get a wayfinder yeah. to go to. See, like just so, even some of the plot points, like yeah, some of the ways that yeah. they wrote. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And again, that's the thing. We're all just entitled to our opinions on here. That's what we're rolling with. There's no right or wrong answer. Um, so again, this is interesting for me because I I probably started watching Star Wars when I was even younger than Ryland. I was probably like five or six when I first got introduced to them. And the reason I was that young and that I know that I was that young because I actually started watching them when I still lived in Indianapolis. Okay. Um, and I, I was out of there, you know, pretty, pretty early in life. So they have been with me for a long, long time. And, and 
so I have a very old man perspective. You know, obviously I wasn't around in the 70s and very early 80s when they first came out, but I might as well have been for how much of a part of my life they've been up to this point. So I tend to be that one that just gravitates towards what was original and what was what I grew up with as opposed to what's been new. Now, so who is you? Sorry, go yeah. ahead. Were no, you done? go for it. Yeah. Who is your favorite character? Um, well, I, let's put it this way. When I was a kid, Luke was who I always wanted to be. If I was gotcha. playing Star Wars, if I was hanging out, I had a buddy, Matt Iceman, who was all about Han Solo. And so we just palled around and he was Han Solo and I was Luke and we were always good with that. Um, you know, Han was great, but I liked lightsabers better. Yeah. And I liked the whole hero's journey that Luke kind of went on. Like that was just, that was cool to me. You know, I liked Han Solo too, because he just didn't care about anything and started to care about things by the time we got to the third, <laughs> the third movie. But Luke was, Luke was my guy. He was, he was my, he was annoying and whiny in the first one, but by the second one, I liked him. And, uh, <laughs> and of course by the third one, he was fairly awesome. So yeah, Luke, Luke was my guy. Luke was still my guy, even though they kind of messed with that a little bit. And who is yours, Rylan? Kylo Ren, easy. Yeah. He, he's amazing. He has a super cool lightsaber, a super cool mask. He wears black all the time. <laughs> he has this, like, Luke giant... black all the time in, in Jedi. He had this giant, like, spaceship Death Star thingy. That Why does his lightsaber look different? Because it has a cracked kyber crystal. A what? Cracked ky kyber crystal. It's a lot of... It's a lot of Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> it does have a cracked kyber crystal. He's right. He's right. He's Good. correct. Because of all the power that's actually in a kyber crystal, there has to be like stabilizers. Because if it all went out one blade, the thing would just blow, blow up. up. Why don't Which lightsabers go through each other? Because the because of the energy that is in both of them. Yeah, but you would think if it's shooting out the end, it's not like a stationary sword. Right? Why does it? Why can't you put them through each other? Well, there's all kinds of different theories as to what a lightsaber actually is. George Lucas always referred to them as laser swords when he was first writing about them, which is an incorrect thing because obviously it's a laser. It's just light. It's just going through each other. So there's different things that it's it's like like why does it it's contained? Yeah, there's different things that so like long. it's contained plasma. There's there's all kinds of theories as to what it actually is. Um, and yeah, so it is, it is a, the thing that always bothered me, even as a kid with Star Wars is they never played straight with what a lightsaber could go through. <laughs> like, well, like, but no, seriously, think I about know. it. Think about it. Like you think about, you think about Return of the Jedi or even, no, we'll go with Empire. Empire Strikes Back, Luke and, 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 and Vader are out fighting on this like gangway, this walkway. Yeah. And you know, one will hit a lightsaber and hit it over onto the railing and the railing won't cut through. It'll just kind of spark and then it'll come back. But then you'll have, you know, back in the prequels, you'll have, you'll have Qui-Gon Jinn like literally stab his lightsaber through a blast door. And I'm like, well, why does it go through that? Which shouldn't even have anything like that. But it like bounced that off that it. railing yeah, over so, there. So they're, they've always been super inconsistent with that because you have to be. I mean, you, you can't just make it go through everything all the time. But, but I have... Well, I've the Mandalorian, read a, they cut through some pretty thick steel. I've, yes. I've uh, read in a book that there's only two kinds of metals that it can't not mm -hmm. go through. What are yeah. those? They're in Star Wars. I forget what they're called. It's like a really heavy metal. 
that's used Not for like Baskar. catwalks. I think. Well, and all I think. That. I think actually, Baskar still can resist it, if I remember correctly. But they may have changed that too, because my lore of it is much older than his would be. Yeah. I I don't I don't know. It's some kind of like metal or like steel or something. Yeah. So one of I had two favorite characters. Obviously, I like Chewbacca for his his humor. <laughs> oh yeah. But he's like the awesome dog you, that's just in all of the movies. R two is the one that you know he's never gonna die and there's never <laughs> anything gonna happen to him, and you can track the whole story by tracking R2. Yeah. Like he's a nice, uh, what do you call it? A totem. Yeah. For through the whole like, thing. Through the whole story. That's right. So like you kind of know what's real and what's not with where R2 shows up. Yeah. Especially as the story was getting weirder and wackier later in those three right. movies. Right. As to who was real and who wasn't. You always knew that R2. R2's the dude. But it's kind of funny how marginalized he was in the new movies compared to the, the, first, the first six. Yeah, and like he was just kind a of a deal out of C three PO. Yeah, C three PO actually survives pretty much all the movies, so he's R two except, except and something on him will fall off in every single episode. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Every single time, because apparently he always gets shot. Yeah, he always gets shot or because his, he's so slow and he's head like not, yeah, pointless and fussy. He's not as especially good in combat, that's for sure. Yeah. Yes, he's terrible. <laughs> he's not good for much, honestly, other than talking and being nervous. Did anybody ever do a breakdown of all the things that can come out of R2? Or is he just like a Looney Tunes character that just pulls anything <laughs> out of his hat? Back pocket? That's right. Yeah. Like totally. if you need a well, saw, it's in there. If yeah. you need a laser cutter, it's in I there. Think, I think you need your whole ship repaired. You so have R2 he's D2. basically like Rico from the Penguins of Madagascar who can literally like throw up anything. He is basically He's that. Like, yeah. R2 is just a, a toolbox with a personality. He's <laughs> what a toolbox would be if it actually was was sentient and could talk. You were telling me certain people can understand droid and certain people can't. It well, seemed to me that everyone knew what R2 was saying. Yeah, which is odd. Like Luke would always talk to him as if... Right. Where did Luke learn to understand? Yeah. My assumption is because he worked with moisture evaporators <laughs> but for all those years. Ray, Ray can talk to BB-8. True. Well, and so could... Well, she's thing. been around electronics for a long time yeah. because she's, uh, like, what do you call it? I don't know. A scavenger. Yeah. Yeah. A Mary Sue. Wait, no. She is a Mary <laughs> Sue. But she is the ultimate Mary Sue. It's very true. Oh, man. One of the most bitter points in my life about Star Wars was when I saw them advertise Luke slash Anakin's lightsaber as Rey's lightsaber. I'm like, oh, no, boy. nope, that is not Rey's lightsaber. She may be using it, but it ain't hers. What was I watching but, just uh, this week where Samuel L. Jackson was campaigning to have a purple lightsaber and he got one? Oh, yeah. Did you not hear about this? No. So, yeah, when they, not were, until this week. When they were negotiating him being in the film, he basically said, okay, I have two... two Stipulations. Well, no, they showed him talking to George Lucas. Yeah, no, it was part of that. Was part of the yeah, whole like thing. He was having a conversation. Yeah. But but the first stipulation was he had to die a memorable death. <laughs> he was not just going to be one of these Jedi that just randomly got cut down. Like his death had to had to be significant and stand out because obviously they're going to wipe out all the Jedi. They knew that going in that that was going to happen. But two, that he wanted to have a lightsaber that helped him stand out because he didn't have. He didn't have... You never saw his lightsaber turned on in The Phantom Menace. 
and he also had a different hilt um, that he, the one in, in, uh, in Wait, the second two movies. Wait, he had a different hilt? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I could, I could pull it up right now and show you. It's really clunky and awkward looking. Uh, but yeah, if you look up Phantom Menace, uh, uh, what was his name? It just went out Mace of my head. Windu. Mace Windu. Thank you. Uh, it'll, it'll, it's a totally different lightsaber that you, they never actually see him use. But, I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, he, and purple was his favorite color. So that's what he picked was purple. <laughs> but, oh yeah. There it is. It's like a gold. Let me see it. Looking thing. No, see, that was his second one. Okay. So look up Phantom Menace. So that was the cool one. The, that hit, that one was sweet looking. I, I always liked that design. Is that the one? Let me see. Well, yeah, but you can't really see. Um, uh, Why are we spending all this time on oh, phones? This visual is, that this our is radio what we listeners. do. It's okay. Nelson will put a link. <laughs> um, <laughs> I create um, those for him. I have to know where it's at. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I don't. I I didn't know anything about Beskar or what that was or anything until the Mandalorian. Did you see a, a black lightsaber yet in the Mandalorian? Uh, you haven't the, seen that. I have not seen that okay, yet. Never mind. But I know that exists. I've I've seen that from. Uh, that was in the uh, the. Uh, what are they? The Clone Wars and all yeah, of that. Yeah. Look, there's his original one. The the one in between Yoda's and uh, Obi Wan's. That was the one from the Phantom Menace. It was ugly. That is just... Yeah. Yoda's got like a little tiny handle. Yeah. That he stores who knows where. That's right. He's literally a cartoon, so, you know, that's a thing. Obi-Wan's also looks a little weird. Well, that was the first one, and then... Well, he used that for the first two and, and then swapped it out in the, in the final one. But anyway, all that aside, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson got specifically... Specifically fussy about his lightsaber but again it, it was cool i mean i mace windows well, there it says the cool. purple one is a different name that i can't pronounce is that samuel jackson's name no let but me see it that's also see. not it was not accurate in the movies in the I movies no. in the movies Kayate monday in the movies no there was only yellow green and red other than samuel L. jackson and he had a purple one you got to do your nose thing away from the mic. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That anyway. mic is directional. You have to talk right into the front. That's of right. It. That's right. Okay. So what's weird about lightsabers is somehow force ghosts can hold them. Oh, that's a whole thing. That and wield them. This And this is my problem. If you're a ghost, this is, this I would is think the, problem. the one thing about killing you and making you dead is that you can't yeah. walk around holding this, things. This is the problem that I have with the most recent movies. When the, when, when the Force Awakens came out, I was intrigued. I saw it and I'm like, okay, they kind of ripped off some obvious stuff from the first, uh, from the original Star Wars film, but it felt like Star Wars. There was good stuff in it. There was some humor. There were, you know, characters were okay. And I was like, all right, this is interesting. And in hindsight, there were a couple of things where I'm like, I'm looking back and I'm like, why was, again, the Mary Sue stuff? Why was Ray awesome at stuff? She should have been terrible 
at everything. Yeah, Luke so that she had some all kinds of training. Yoda yeah. had trained for years and years yeah. and years. Basically, and what like, we had was Ray just suddenly became awesome and just became more awesome with subsequent movies, as opposed to not knowing anything and slowly being able to do something as the movies progressed. Well, right? I think I think the reason why they did that is because she's only in three movies. But so, so was she Luke originally. To, so Luke was only in three movies. He was? In the first yeah. when oh, the first yeah. three were made. Yeah. And there were only three movies. Right. So that's part of the thing. Is like they, they kind of did this thing where they made her too much too soon. And so for me it had nothing to do with like whether or not it was a it was a woman who was gonna be the main the main deal or not. Like I didn't care about any of that. It's just that there was no development there. She went from nothing to instantly something in one in the span of what was the first movie and two hours long, two and a half hours long or whatever it was. And I was like, that was a little weird. <laughs> but then the last Jedi came out and, Oh, it was so, so disappointing for me. And Although we all enjoyed it when we were there. It, yes, but I, I never went and saw it again and I've had no desire to see it again. And that's never happened to me with any Star Wars film, even though I complained about the prequels all the time. Yeah, but I'd, I never really liked The Last Jedi, except the only cool part is when they all shoot at Luke, and then he just, like, swipes his shoulder off. He's like, "Yeah, get off. Like, right. you didn't kill me. Right. Come and down. I, and, and I like, liked that scene, but again, that's one of those things where I look at it and I'm like, that's not a very in-Star Wars universe thing to do. Like just you know, dust off your shoulder and stuff. Like it, there yeah, were just things like that like that just was, felt off. You it was self-aware. Like it knew it was being shown in 2020, 2020 it, or yeah. twenty seventeen or whenever that one came out. So yeah, that was my thing. Now I'm I'm. There were things I'm gonna go first. Here are the things I liked about the Rise of Skywalker. I I loved the whole thing of all these random ships showing up right there at the last minute. Yeah. To kind of take everything on. Like, that felt very, like, grassroots, old-school Star Wars, a bunch of mismatched ships and people just showing up to kick this organized thing's butt. I loved that. That was great. They all found their way there without a wayfinder. Yes, they did, which is another issue altogether. <laughs> yeah, how did they do that? Like, uh, Right. And, and that's my thing is all the, anything good that I found of, in that movie, there are these glaring things that I'm going... Why was that even a thing? What what happened there? And I will tell you, the most disappoint. Oh, and the lightsaber fight that actually is at the end was really good. Like Kylo Ren fighting those four guys or whatever the Knights of Ren guys, which they should have been bigger characters throughout all three of those. They movies. showed Let up me and tell they you. died, and they immediately died. But <laughs> um, you know that that at least that fight scene was actually but the pretty Knights cool of Ren to watch. are supposed to be really powerful. Exactly. It, but you know, Ray, everything Ray. Um, <laughs> There were bits and pieces of that I really, I really enjoyed. I thought were good, but um, the thing that basically killed that movie entirely for me was at the end after Ray came back to life. Yeah, and, and Kylo is is going to die, and you knew it was now coming. now he can heal people. With That's the right, force. you knew it was coming. But I'm literally sitting there and I'm watching this scene start to open up, and I'm like, don't don't have them kiss. No, like don't do that. Of all things you could do, please don't do that. This is this is going to be out of left field, but you could feel it. Like there and then they did and I'm like, "Why? 
no that made no sense whatsoever like there was nothing that needed to be any kind of romantic about that of him trying to redeem this guy or into that and i was just like the one thing that i'm sitting here the entire time oh lord please don't let them do that they did it and i've never had that experience before where they telegraph something so hard and you're thinking oh no this is going to ruin the whole vibe and then they just do it having luke kiss leia didn't do that that was a whole different thing, though. That was barely anything. Everybody freaks out about that, but it's just this one little bit where she's just trying to make Han Solo mad. That's it. It's, it wasn't even really romantic. It was just like her throwing dirt in his face, and that's all it was. They never talked about it again, though, which I felt was very real world. If you find out that's your sibling, like, we'll never speak of this again. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, yeah, and they just Jedi mind-tricked everybody so they didn't remember that. Well, what I want to know about the Rise of Skywalker, how did all those ships get there without a Wayfinder? Yes. And Rey had to have one. Like, Rey's the OP one. Why can't she just get there without a Wayfinder? I would love to have the answer to that as well, but I don't because... Wait, did Rey come separately? I forget. Yeah. Did her and Kylo both go together or did they meet there? Didn't they go together? Yeah, I think they met there, like, because Rey went in... Because she was in Luke's... Yeah, she destroyed Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Then Luke gave her the X-Wing. and showed up, whined, fell down a cliff, crawled back, died. Yeah. That's pretty much... Pretty much what happened. (laughs) But we got to see him have some genuinely good fighting. The kind where you watch him and go, where was this guy the rest of this series? Why did he he get his butt handed to him by a second-rate stormtrooper and a girl who'd never held a lightsaber before? But you know what would have fixed the entire series and sent it in a whole different direction to my mind? The newest ones? Okay, what? Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. You, no, you want to go somewhere? No, I'm not going to forget this. Oh, no. this is okay, so the one thing I did like about, since we were talking about things that we liked about uh, The Rise of Skywalker, Yeah. I like when he knocked over Darth Vader's helmet, or Ray does in the ship, knocks over Darth Vader's helmet, and he's like, I know where you are yeah. instantly. That was kind of cool. Yeah, like there was. The, like his. Since you can now see things through the force, you can like <laughs> see where somebody else is, and then but his scope was really limited as to what he right. couldn't really tell where she was, and then he saw it get knocked over, and he's like, "You're in my room." Yeah. like he's like, "Yeah, I know." Where yeah, you and are. that and that was one of the weirdest things to me. It's like I felt like basically these movies consisted of a bunch of writers sitting around spitballing ideas, and nobody actually sorted through them. They just put them all in the movie. It's like, yeah, we'll do all of that. I'm like, eh, okay. And wherever there's a gap, we'll just use the force and yes. make it up. Yes. So, yeah. Um, but I, I am convinced that it would have sent the series in a whole different direction in a positive sense if I'm okay with everything that happened in The Last Jedi. No, I'm sorry, not The Last Jedi. Everything that happened in The Force Awakens up to one thing. And that was the moment where Finn is down... Kylo Ren's standing over him, basically about to kill him, and decides he wants Luke's lightsaber and takes a break from this to try to get it, you know? And it's fighting. Somebody's trying to get it. And you see it fly past Kylo Ren and into someone's hand. That should have been Luke. If that had been Luke, who was coming back in the moment when everything's all lost, and here he comes back in to be like, okay... Enough of this. I'm going to I'm going to start to deal and he has a duel with Kylo and then gets separated and all As that. As a ghost? No, no, no. Luke hadn't died yet. They didn't even know where he was yet. This is the very first episode. 
this is the very first episode of the. Okay, of the, yeah, yeah, of yeah. The, so you in, you introduce Luke there and just give him a little bit, and he's kind of okay. I've got a lot to tell you from where I've been. Cut, and you're gonna go to the next the next movie. Go that direction. But when I the first time when I'm watching, I'm like, it was Ray. I'm like. Why is she able to do that? Like, who is this? And why is it a thing for her? And then she fought him and, and held her own. And I'm like, mm-mm. Because that's... she's a Palpatine. Yeah. Luke didn't even fight with a lightsaber in the very first, in the very first uh, episode of Star Wars. He barely got to train with it just a little bit. And you watched Obi-Wan and Vader hobble around each other <laughs> as the old man and the broken robot trying to fight in that very first episode. Grandpa it. battle. It was totally a grandpa <laughs> battle. But you can make the you can contest that Vader was just kind of toying with him. But I think Yeah, that would have been cool to see the older, more skilled Luke fighting the younger yeah. upstart Kylo and Yeah, because you never that. saw that. And this story still Luke still needed to be the hero. And then he could pass the torch on to Ray. I'm great with that. But that never happened in this entire series. It's just Ray was the Mary Sue. She's better than everybody, including Luke, who was you know, this incredibly optimistic and, and you know, believed in this, that, that his father, who had basically become completely debased and evil, that he could be redeemed and just was hopeful and all these things, to suddenly he's a cranky old man for no reason whatsoever. Because oh, Mark Hamill is currently a cranky old man. Except so. Mark Hamill was infuriated about what they did with the character. Oh, they yeah? must have paid him a buttload of money <laughs> to make him do that because he was not happy. If you look, you can find all kinds of footage of him bad-mouthing Wow. What Ryan Johnson did, or Rain Johnson, whatever you want to say his name as, because I don't know. I've heard it so many different ways. Someone, <laughs> there's a guy I follow that I calls him. I think it's him, Ryan, R-I-A-N. Yeah, but there's a guy who, who I follow who calls him uh, Rian Johnson <laughs> Rian. To, to mock him because he's not a fan. But um, they must have just paid him a. So which one did J.J. Abrams do? The, the last one? The first one and the last one. They gave it back to him for the last one because they're like, you need to fix this. Because The Last <laughs> Jedi was such a dumpster fire. Um, and fans were so mad about it. But again, all kinds of elements, like the look of it was, was great, the, the, the filmography was great, like the, but the story just was not there for me. Um, it was fun. I think it'd make fun games, for sure. But it just, it just kind of had good action. It had, again, but it, was, it just missed something in the story for me. But um, if you had Luke get the lightsaber, that would ruin the whole Force Awakens because they were looking him... Looking for him. But I'm saying the Force so, Awakens should have been a whole... I'm not the Force Awakens, I'm sorry. The Last Jedi should have been a whole different movie is what I'm saying. Like, they, they should have done a whole lot of things different with that one. So I'm saying, yes, it would have changed absolutely everything they did. I agree with you. But I think that would have been a good thing. I would sort of not like it because, like, you're looking the whole movie for this one little bit of information right and then he just shows up yeah that's that's i don't i don't get it <laughs> no i i get that it's all it's all good i'm just telling you what i think would have made it all work for me so at school you guys have team you you have a team that you made up what is team that? porg oh yeah yeah what's that about so that's about well, there's these cute little bird-like creatures that that are called porgs, and they're mostly in the Last Jedi. Right. And you see one little clip in the Rise of Skywalker. Right. They do like a flyover or something. Yeah. And they're there. Yeah. And 
so they have pretty sharp teeth and Chewbacca likes to eat them. <laughs> I really will admit and I wanted to see that in the <laughs> in the last Jedi. All I wanted to see was somebody come around a corner and Chewbacca just have a couple of porgs on a spit and just he's sitting there cooking them and just, just eats eat, them. Eat no I would porgs. have loved to have seen that. But but in that scene, I I think it would be a little sad because how of how cute the porgs look when they're Fair looking enough. at the ch- at Chewie. Yes. So there's Team Porg and Team Chewbacca. No. At your school. No. No. Then what is it? Team nobody. Just Team Porg. <laughs> Yeah, but that was canceled a couple months ago. Because oh. <laughs> he came home and he said I, he's something about he hates Chewbacca. I'm like, you're like the only Star Wars fan I've ever met that hates Chewbacca. It's true. He's I like, mean, because they eat the park. <laughs> but he, I, I like him pretty much. I mean, there's some videos that he's in that's super funny. <laughs> yeah. And so, like all he says is. He yeah, and every time he's he That's says how something. That's how it should have ended. Yeah. Stuff. Oh yes, I love those. So Ray says, "Chewy, did you get Finn?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So you're, you've been watching Clone Wars too. Yeah. What do you think of Clone Wars? I a couple episodes in. I like it, except the one thing is that. What, what is really the point? Well, they why were obviously, does Grievous not die? Like, well, they're obviously they're filling a lot of gaps that happened between the movies because there are a significant amount of years between each of the each of the films, both in reality and in in universe. Yeah. But one of the things that's interesting: Are you watching the? There's two different ones. There's the actual cartoon one, but then there's the CGI one. Which one are you watching? The cartoon the, one. The cartoon, the cartoon. one. Okay. The cartoon one's interesting to me because they kind of do it like it's a, like it's an old school newsreel. Yeah. Like, and, and I think they walk away from that later. So the first season, it's like they didn't really they know give what you they the setting in this time and place. Yeah. And blah, blah, the blah, first blah. season, they didn't really know what it was about, what they were going to be about, and it changes significantly like the the second half of the second season, and then gets much more much more mature. It's not just like, okay, we're just marketing this to kids. They realize this has a much wider audience, and so they open it up. Gotcha. Um, as far as I could tell, they were making all of this content because they says, who was it? Obi-Wan says, I fought with your father in the Clone right. Wars. Right, and so they needed to show and that. And this was everything. Like, right. they just put everything into that. Which was the bitter disappointment of the rise of the clone, or the attack of the clones. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, we're going to see the Clone Wars. It's like, no, we're going to show you just a little bit of a clone battle. That's that's all you're gonna We're see. It's gonna show us building all the clones. Yeah, and then and then a little clone battle, and then that's it. Yeah, yeah. Attack of the Clones was a pretty dumb movie. It had its it had its. But was that the one with Boba Fett? No, with Django. That was Django Fett, Fett, which is Boba Fett's dad. And also, Boba Fett's a clone, and not a Mandalorian. A, a clone, but he looks like a Mandalorian. Yes, because he stole because a Mandalorian a Mandalorian's armor. He's a clone. Yes. Yeah, he's a clone. Of, Django, of Django. Django. Django was Did the original. Did you guys get this from the movie? Django yeah. was you working. You understood that from the movie? Yeah. Django was oh working boy. with the people who were making the clones, and they decided, hey, let's give him a clone since he's working with us. Yeah, so. that was part of his payment, was he demanded a clone, but one that was not age, uh, 
one that was not aged, like enhanced to age quickly. He oh. and he went and he raised it as his child, like this is my kid. And then he became an orphan and became the Boba Fett that we know nothing about. Huh. Because we literally don't. But yeah, that's the thing is Boba Fett was a fake Mandalorian. He was not an actual Mandalorian. He had stolen that. Because when the Mandalorian showed up, I was like, oh, Boba Fett. Yeah. But no, it's a whole race and religion. And there's all kinds of stuff that's <laughs> all kinds of stuff that was uh, tied up in that. But yeah, Boba Fett, if you go back and look at him now, it's kind of funny. Because you watch The Mandalorian and it that's your vibe. It's like, oh, it's Boba Fett. Like, that's what we're seeing. But then you go back and see Boba Fett in the original movies and you're like, oh, man, that armor just doesn't really fit him. And it kind of looks awkward and bulky. And it's not, it's not this sleek thing. But again, in my mind, that plays to the whole, this wasn't really made for him. This is not his. But he stole it from somebody and is just using it because huh. it What I him. think is weird about Boba Fett, he's got this, like, long, long, long braid. Do you know what that is? Super long braid. Over Padawan his shoulder. Braid. But no, do you know what it actually is? What? It's a Wookiee scalp. What? The, the hair that he has attached to their Wookiee scalps. If you, if you look it up, it's in the lore that it's, it's Wookiee scalps from Wookiees he's hunted down and, and killed as a bounty hunter. <laughs> You're still Team Porg or are you coming over to Team <laughs> Chewbacca? Uh, neither. <laughs> neither? You've just abandoned it all? Oh, man. Well, most of my friends are neutral and all that stuff. With Star Wars? No, that w- a lot of my friends love Star Wars. Okay. Like they're all what, like, what do your friends love about Star Wars? What is? It's mostly just they like... The newest three movies? Yeah, they we talk about those ones, but we also talk about like the last ones. Like We talk about the prequels. We talk about a lot of them, but... The thing they like about it is, like, like the friends that are boys, they like to shoot them a blam blams. Mm-hmm. But the girls are like, eh, let's put that stuff aside. We like the cute little guys like Baby Yoda and Porgs. That's kind of the funny thing, too, is this is the first Star Wars series that really didn't have a love story in it. They tried The to Mandalorian? Th- no, 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 no. The... the these three films with with Ray, the new the new Star Wars films. Oh yeah, they at the last second threw that in with Kylo Ren and Ray. Like, oh, have them kiss, you know, and and that well, I was. I thought Finn, like in the last one, wasn't Finn supposed to be the one? But that's what I'm saying. They never like they never committed to any anything. It was just kind of hanging out there in the open. Yeah. Um. So I think they were trying to catch up to the to the market of like people who like the romance aspect of it because that was in the first three and that was in the prequels, of course. But it was nowhere to be seen in this one. Um, it was just a weird mash of, of things. It was it was just not very ordered. A lot of cool visuals. I was watching some more of how it should have ended. And they were doing the dialogue between Padme and Anakin. And <laughs> the sand like, one. She's like, tell me more about sand. <laughs> <laughs> the worst line in any Star Wars that has ever existed was that monologue about sand. The, the thing I feel bad about is Hayden Christensen was not a bad actor. He really was not. If you see him in some of the other films he's been in, he is not bad at all. He was terrible in that role. I, I don't know what it was, if it was George Lucas' direction. George Lucas had entirely too much control over that prequel franchise. He should have kick-started it, written the story, and let others do it, which is why... Uh, Empire Strikes Back and, and Return of the Jedi were so much better than the original Star Wars film because yep. he had less control. Um, but 
Oh man, there were if if somebody else had directed those prequels, I think they would have been much better. George Lucas is not a great director. He's a visionary. He's he's a great concept guy. But literally, if you watch <laughs> if you watch interviews with the original cast of the first Star Wars film, they talk about how George's direction was that was pretty good. Now uh, can you can you do it can you do it again, but just faster with more energy? Like that was that was his direction. All he said, okay, just faster with more energy. That was all he would say, and. Uh, it was just, he's just not a great director. And he was basically God during those prequel films and could do whatever he wanted because he had all the money and all the power in the world and nobody would, it's funny, you see, you see interviews, like if you watch some of the behind the scenes footage of the prequels, you'll see them when he comes in and he literally has a stamp for the things that like they've drawn up, the storyboard things that he likes and he doesn't, and he'll click on, you know, like, like, and it's a, yeah, like an approval stamp that he's doing in oh, front of wow. and they're all just standing back there you know hands folded in front of themselves just in awe of George Lucas and letting him okay yeah George yeah that makes a lot of sense nobody's arguing with the dude I'm like this guy needed some pushback so I don't blame him for that he just had gotten to a level where nobody would question him anymore and I think he <laughs> didn't have people around him who cared enough to like fight back with him he didn't have a studio that he was contending with he literally controlled every aspect of those prequels and it shows <laughs> So, Rylan, when we were watching it, different times you would, they would go to a different world and you're like, this is such and such a place or whatever. And you knew all the places. How did you know all the worlds just by when they before went there? Before we or, even saw the movie. Yeah, before we saw the movies, you'd, you'd be like, oh, they just went to, I don't know, Tatooine or, or what are some of the, uh, like, because, Naboo and, and um, some of these places. Like, just as they're flying in, he's like, oh, this is so-and-so and i'm like what well it's because like um so my cousins have uh these little lego planets they make lego planets of star wars and they hang them up on the ceiling and there will be falling down they would be on a string and i would i would just play with them, and it said on the bottom what it was. Oh, so, I didn't know I, this. And then I, I <laughs> remembered right the details of the planet. So, well, and again, like the Coruscant fact- has all those buildings, right? And Naboo is like all greenery mm-hmm. and water, and Takodana has a big castle, mm-hmm. and basically just trees and water <laughs> what was the one you said today clactuine or clatuine clatuine what is that it's a place in the mandalorian <laughs> where they may meet quill oh the place where th- with the like little t-rexes <laughs> gotcha the i don't things, know what the blorgs or yeah, blogs blorgs. or i don't <laughs> blurps or well that's the thing too you could basically you could suss out all of what Star Wars is in the storyline from playing the Lego Star Wars games. Yeah, they did a killer yeah. job of weaving the story in there and giving you enough to know exactly what was going to happen when you watched the actual movie, which I was impressed with. Those are my favorite things because they mixed the two things, so two of the things that I love the most, Lego so, and Star Wars. So when you Yeah, yeah, but um I really want to play the complete saga because yeah. it's so cool. With like, the with the new ones too, right? Yeah, they're saying yeah. Because like, they have 
it's like you can get all kinds of characters uh-huh. and like you can go into all kinds of places and levels and it's so cool like they make it so detailed oh yeah like the story is really in there yeah for sure like it even has like luke and darth vader walking out on the catwalk in cloud city yeah when they're fighting yeah every every bit of it it's like they got all the visuals yeah right so was i wrong in the in in the mandalorian is there like a job of the hut tie-in or something like that. Not that I've seen yet, but I think there is something where they have a hut, hut baby. Something the hut in there. Huts, huts are a race. The huts oh. are the are a race of like people. Pizza the hut, Java the hut. <laughs> yes, like that. Uh, but huts are what they are. Um, okay. And then Java is just his name. They're just emphasizing the fact that he's a big, giant, fat slug. So Java the hut. There's only been one Hut Jedi, one Hut Force user that was known to. What? Yeah, if you get into there was the, a the, Hut Jedi. Yes, and he was. I he, didn't know he that actually, either. Actually, I think he eventually fell fell to the dark side. That would make sense. But yeah, there was there was a Hut Jedi. I forget what his name was though. <laughs> anyway, there you go. That's there your you random go. little tidbit. What, what happens when you jump to light speed? Oh, it's basically like how does that just... work? It's like they're they're moving along at a normal rate, and then this ship jumps. Yeah. It's basically like teleportation. But if you except but longer. If, but there can't be anything in between, which is why they always need coordinates. The, the reason they need coordinates is because apparently there, if you if you just did hyperspace out in the open, you would collide with a planet or something. So there's, according to Star Wars lore, there are literally hyperspace lanes, just like highways. Where there's no they're asteroids, all known, no nothing. Yeah, they're, they're all, they've been plotted, they've been charted. So you have to chart how you are going to, what route essentially you're going to take to keep from hitting a planet or an asteroid or running into a star. And it will, and it will take you through, you know, once you've plotted that, that course. Um, and that's why... So when Leia pretty much died in one of the last three movies, like yeah. where she's all frozen in the middle of space, and yes. then that that whole battle kind of ends with a ship jumping to light speed through another ship. Right, which is what would happen if something jumped to light speed without, uh, without so actually having coordinates. Is it nearly up? impossible for a ship to jump to light speed and ships behind it and then just randomly jump out of light speed and ships behind it be anywhere near it that are also jumping out of light speed and then jumping into light speed and jumping out of light See, speed and, like in the last movie and and here's the thing where they were in atmosphere right. and they that, jumped and that and that was a problem because you can't jump was, in atmosphere right yeah that was a whole abandonment of what had always been star wars lore as to how hyperspace worked so yeah again that's one of those things where i was you like you know where the they're running away and there's ships behind them. Yeah. Wait. In and the and rise they jump of Skywalker? into like yeah yeah. Like those imperial ships. Yeah. And yeah. They, do and those they jump to burst. light speed and then the ships are right behind them. Then they jump again and come out and the ships are right behind them. Yeah. Now that again, would be impossible, right? Right. right. Well, and again, it one, should be. One would make the argument that oh, it was just a little jump, so it was okay. But the thing is. And this is one of the differences, the major differences between Star Trek and Star Wars. 
Star Wars is not, in the truest sense, science fiction. It is because there's aliens and there's in space and all that, but it is mostly fantasy. It's, it's your Dungeons and Dragons just set in space, essentially. So the hard science is just not there, which is part of why Star Wars holds up, because they weren't trying to like back it up with hard science. Yeah. Whereas you look at Star Trek, and Star Trek from the 60s really doesn't hold up well because so many scientific advancements have been made that make <laughs> those things irrelevant. Like there's an episode where two Captain Kirks accidentally get created, and they're trying to figure out, you know, one person saying, oh, well, he attacked me, and this other person saying, well, no, he was here with me, and they can't figure out what's going on. And DNA was not a thing in the 60s. They didn't know what that was. So they're using methods like fingerprinting and, like, different things that in the 20, what is it, 23rd century or whatever it's supposed to be, now it looks silly because it's like, well, why didn't you just test the DNA? Well, they didn't know what DNA was yet. They wouldn't yeah. find that out until the 80s. Yeah. So there's things like that where because they were committed to the idea of, like, some hard science in it, it makes it much more dated because we've learned things since then. Star Wars didn't bother with any of that or explaining anything. There's almost nothing that exists in the Star Wars universe other than what fans have explained that was explained in, in universe. Why, is, let why it does it thing. have to be a long time ago? I see, and again, that's part of the thing too. I have no idea. It just no says clue. a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Why is, it, great, why is it gotta be so long ago? Because that's a great opening line. You gotta admit, George Lucas sitting down with a with a legal pad and just writing down a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. That's a great start. So did all of the technology get lost? What's the point in it being that long ago? They're just far away. It's a whole different. Well, if you're in a different and yet, galaxy, a whole bunch of them look really human. There right. could be there could be different technology and all that, but how can there be humans? That's 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 it the is one a little thing weird. I right. Because you needed someone to act. Yeah, there's there's a great deal of suspension of disbelief to to roll with Star Trek or Star Wars. People can't just mutter behind masks forever. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh man, is that what you liked about Kylo? Is that his voice sounds cool behind no. the mask? It's because he's cool. He has a scar on his face because of Ray. He's, he's Is that where he got a scar? Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. He did. it was it's he got cut across his eye. Cuz she was better than him for no reason. Yeah. He had trained his <laughs> lifetime and right. She just Under Luke and, for a good portion of that too. Wait. Luke trained Kylo? Yeah, he was part of their, his new Jedi Academy. Uh, and yeah. then he And then boom, he was a Sith. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. But he didn't train under the Sith. Just under Snoke, whatever Snoke was, which was a clone <laughs> and pointless. Yeah. There Man, was what like a waste and ugly. Waste, what a waste of Andy Serkis's talents to play Snoke and then just be like, hey, he's nothing. Well, I am a giant. Oh, man. Well, I what a am. Waste. I, I basically am dead now because of Rey and Kylo. Except hmm. they could bring him back because he's just a clone. Yeah. We'll do it again because that's so weird. He was like. This powerful mystical being, and then you find out, yeah, we can make another one just like yeah. Him. He's just a Palpatine puppet. He's <laughs> just a marionette for Palpatine. I don't think Palpatine was supposed to be clone. that powerful when he first showed up in the prequels. Do you think they had him sketched all the way out? He, he seems like he's just trying to win some sort of mind game power struggle in the Senate. Right. But and it's like right. But once now he, he's the source of all evil. But he was also manipulating things behind the scenes, and with the diminishing of the light side of the force as the Jedi were wiped out and whatever, his power increased. So that was his whole thing. He was pursuing power 
the whole time. That was what it was all about, both political and force. But that was my thing. If Renee wa- or Renee, uh, Ray, if Ray was a Palpatine, shouldn't she have been more like cunning and conniving and trying to get power? But why? Through, wa- like, but using her thing. mind or whatever. But why was she a Palpatine? Of- why was that even a thing? Why did that matter? What? Again, there's just so many questions and so many things where you're like, well, I guess that's in there. And that's except, except, how did Palpatine have a son or daughter? Well, he found somebody to have a son or daughter with, apparently, at some <laughs> point. So that's kind of how that works, I guess. I don't. We'll so have that's that the thing. conversation. They just, no. But that's the thing. They just throw all these things out there. It's just a, hey, you know, just make him make her his daughter. Like, let's just do that. Why? Like, well, lightning her- didn't shoot from her hands until what the third, the very last movie, right? Yes. And again, the, as if that's a unique power to Palpatine. It's not. Like, if you get Who into Star Wars in the movies, nobody else does it. But if you get into video games and all the different, like that is a, a Count thing Doku that, does it. Yeah, Count against- Doku. That's right. He did do that. Count do- Doku. Yeah, Doku? against Sudo- Yoda. Sudoku. Sudoku. You know. <laughs> No, but he did against Yoda. Yeah, Count Dooku and General Grievous in like the Clone Wars, they're the biggest, baddest people you ever yeah. met. And then all of a sudden in the and movies, in the prequels, they don't matter. They just like they yeah. show up and they immediately die. We're gonna die. beat you really quickly. And Grievous is like, yeah, with oh, like man. these helicopter oh, lightsabers. What a, what well, a disappointing he, fight that was. <laughs> that ended up just being a car he chase. He should have been better because in Battlefront he is a beast. Yeah, he's tough. Even in the Lego, beast. even in the Lego Star Wars movies, he's really yeah. tough to beat. Or er, bu- uh, games, he's really tough to beat. Yeah. He's, a, he's yeah. a rolling ball of butcher knives, but if any of them touches you, you're immediately dead. Yes. Yeah. Like, he has this... He can, like, turn down into, like, a little spider, and oh, he yeah. can, like... He can, like, move his hands so they're all going around, and then there's, like, this big, like, circle of lightsabers, and he walks towards you, and then you get cut up. You just gotta jump away. Yeah. Yeah. But he can walk on stuff, even with all those lightsabers. He's not cutting up whatever he's walking on. Apparently not. Because, again, lightsaber rules don't always apply. Because reasons. But, yeah, that's the thing. Is, is Star Wars is what Star Wars is. It's not, it's not highbrow sci-fi. Uh, you know, it's, it's mostly fantasy. But it is fun. I mean, uh, did I enjoy going to see uh, The Rise of Skywalker? Yes, I did. Was I annoyed with some choices they made? Absolutely, I was. But, you know... That's what Star Wars has always been. It's always been about entertainment level. It's always been about what's going to capture the mind of the kid that's watching it. And that's the thing. Like for you, Ryan, like you will probably always love these most recent movies that came out because they're really the thing that introduced you to Star Wars. I know you watched the other ones first, but these were the Star Wars films that came out when you remember them. Now that may change because I loved the prequels and then I got kind of bitter about them. But again, I'm an old man in a lot of ways, so <laughs> I I'll liked- accept that. I liked The Force Awakens a lot because they made video games off of it, and that only came out a year later after the movie. Right, so you got to be involved with it right yeah. off the bat. Of, so, all the, of all those movies, I think I enjoyed The Force Awakens the most. I think that one was the one I had the most fun watching and experiencing. But, yeah, I'm... I'm Basically, I'm one of those guys that I'm just kind of like, yep, yeah, I'm just going to pretend like these most recent three movies just didn't exist at all. And I'm going to go back to pretending like all the Star Wars legend novels are still canon because I liked those storylines and I liked all those. You would love those. Those are awesome. Star Wars legends? The books. 
Oh, all, I like Star Wars books. They're yeah. amazing. But these are like these are the continuation of the story that George Lucas actually approved of and were canon until Disney bought bought the rights to Star Wars. So, so you hear about you hear about what happens to Luke after Return of the Jedi, what happens to Han, Leia, their kids, like all these things, the new Jedi Order that comes out. There's all kinds of books and they're really, really good. So I would highly recommend them. But Disney said they don't matter anymore, but they still matter. Because the Disney movies don't matter. Because <laughs> if you had some for, like, The Rise of Skywalker to know what's after it, that would be amazing. Yeah. But I don't know if they're going to do that with this. But anyway, they'd, you'd like them. They're good. Yeah. They're very interesting. I like books, too. <laughs> and we're back to the dating profile. <laughs> oh, boy. He likes books. He likes dogs. video games and dogs. And Star Wars. And Star Wars. And also Star Wars and a little more Star Wars. And Legos. <laughs> That's right. He said, I said, do you want to come on the podcast and talk about Star Wars? He's like, I love talking to people about Star Wars. <laughs> because like everybody doesn't care because they've already heard about it a t- million times. Because, and then they It's been around forever. They, they it's older than all of us. At school, they call me a Star Wars nerd. That's right, and ain't nothing wrong with it. Yeah, because it's it's an amazing thing. It's like if you know the most about something, you're probably gonna answer a ton of questions. So <laughs> yeah, that is half the fun of it. I so whenever admit. anybody comes across Star Wars in their life, then they just know who to call. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Ryland knows all. <laughs> oh man. There you go. Anything else you want to get off your chest about Star Wars? Um, Last thoughts there, buddy. Lightsabers. Why? Wait, so have you ever have you guys ever watched Star Wars Rebels? I've I've watched a little bit of Rebels, but not well, not as much as I'd like. There's I've there's this guy called the Inquisitor. Yeah, right. And he has a lightsaber that has a hilt in the middle and then a circle around it. Yeah, and, and then, it'll spin and do all kinds of crazy yeah. things. Uh huh. And two, uh, it's a double-bladed one. Right. Like, who makes those? That's the only person well, who ever, ever got sabers. Ever the got person that who one. has it. They build your. You build your. That's own? part of both as Sith and as Jedi. That's part of the, the whole. I, of passage I is made to up build. my own. Oh, it's, I've done that so many times. It's exactly like the Inquisitors, except it's yellow. And I have two of them, and they have spikes on the circles. <laughs> Yours is like a biker gang lightsaber. I like it. But no, I'm, I, I have every intention. Once I'm completely done with school, I am going to build my own design and build my own PVC lightsaber hilt. <laughs> I'm going to paint it. I'm going to weather it. I'm going to do the whole thing and make it look like a screen-used style prop. But it's going to be my design what I would build if I were building an actual lightsaber. <laughs> I've always wanted to do it, and now I'm adult, an adult with money, and I'll be an adult with time. money and time. So I'm going to do it. And I've always wanted a Star Wars a pistol too. So like take some random replica gun that's not a real gun and just decide the things I'm going to put on it to make it look like a Star Wars in-universe Yeah, I want to do that too, except I'm probably not old enough to do that. Well, I don't know. that well, you can. I could do the lightsaber probably, yeah. but... Yeah, but there's all up. kinds of replica prop forums and different things that I've looked into to do, and I will. These are things that I will nerd out on and be thrilled about. 
But I also can't do it on Nerf guns because it says on the thing, do not modify the dart gun or the dart blast. Oh, I mean, or make, the darts. They make so many modification kits for those to make the spring more yeah, powerful. You can modify you your, can do, your Nerf You can do so many bit. things with those. Well, they just, I want to get... They just have that written on there so they don't get in trouble when it's, somebody actually does modify it. It bothers me that they call it a blaster and they're like, well, I want whatever. like it's not bullets I and it's want, not a gun right, and it's right. not yeah I'm like I want the Sith Trooper ba- blaster they came out with yeah and I want to get like the like most biggest spring that you can put in there uh-huh. so it'll shoot really 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 hard <laughs> and then I'm gonna make make something out of cardboard and like put it on there yeah. And it's gonna look super cool. <laughs> well, I have to. I'll have to find some links to videos that I found of guys modifying. There you go. Modifying those yeah, I want to do that. I want to do that. You have yeah. enough Nerf guns. We need to start tearing them apart. That's I right. have six of them, and I just got one that I really want to modify because it looks terrible. <laughs> it's like yellowish, orangey. Oh yeah. And gray and white. Hmm. All I ever wanted when I was a kid was a super soaker. Oh yeah. Oh, super soakers. The amazing. original yellow ones with the with the green yeah. tank. Yeah. Oh yeah, those were great. Some kids at the pool would always have them. <laughs> yeah. I eventually did get one of those and it was great. The super what was the first one? The 2000, the Super Soaker 2000 yeah, that was the original like that. one. Man, that thing was awesome. You remember the commercial for that one? Oh, the commercials were amazing. The like the 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 kid that came out and was kind of doing the Arnold Schwarzenegger thing in the leather jacket and the glasses. Yeah. After getting squirted in the face with these tiny little squirt guns by all the neighborhood kids, and he just comes out and blow, blows them all away with his super soaker. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. I'm gonna have to find that commercial after we're done that here. That sounds and play it. funny. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's yeah. wonderful. It's probably terrible, but I remember it being awesome when I was a kid. Yeah, that's oh, my favorite. Well, the moral of this story is Star Wars is fun, and whether you have <laughs> issues with what they've done with the series or not, there is probably an era of Star Wars, unless you're a person like my father who just doesn't like science fiction at all, there's an era of Star Wars that <laughs> mom, will and Ryland. can appeal to you, and, and you should try it. <laughs> but anyway, I think we've about exhausted this topic in terms yep, of what people want to listen to. dead. Thank so, goodness. And we'll never return to it. Probably <laughs> not, no. Well, oh, Rylan. dang. Riley. <laughs> Thank you for coming on and chatting with us about Star Wars. Yay. We appreciate it. It's been <laughs> fun. I like you that. Tell us what the kids mean when they say yeet. Oh, that's a... <laughs> Why do I have to explain that? This is about Star Wars, not yeet. <laughs> so let me... Do we have any action steps from this? <laughs> oh, you just... You guys do your thing and give us stars and one extra one for Ryland. This that's week. right. That's right. If you don't know how to do a review, I think you actually have to, like search for the show rather than just going to your library you have to go to the search thing right and search ttws and then it'll bring up the podcast page and you can click through to reviews and then there's like a write a review section right it's hard to get to yeah they, they don't make it real intuitive it's easier to do individual episodes than it is an entire podcast i guess because you can you can like a particular you do po- that from podcast, the episode but, screen but then you can rate the overall thing yeah but okay either way as always thanks for listening you guys and uh I think we'll catch you next week. We'll be sure. at it again next week. We're back in our rhythm now. So we'll see you then. Thanks for joining the conversation today. The Things We Say is produced by Nate Ward. Technical direction is provided by Sheldon Stauffer. 
You can subscribe to The Things We Say on SoundCloud and iTunes. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at The Things We Say Podcast to keep the conversation going. This has been The Things We Say. See you next time.